Hey, what's going on? What's going on? It's your boy H. Harry Ghani. Call me whatever you want to call me. But you're here this evening listening to my podcast. It's midnight here in um, the UK. Um, just chilling. So, what's everybody been up to? Been a long week. Uh, beautiful as it can be. Um, so. What we're talking about today, what we're talking about today, presently surprised with um, um, self-awareness, being woke, and um, and just basically being present, being conscious. Uh, so what is being conscious? Um, I, I can describe it as uh, an awareness of um, where you are in time. Um, so whether you're meditating or whether you uh, realize that uh, you're a sensitive soul, uh, whether you realize that you suffer from depression, whether you realize that um, you have no friends or you have friends but they're not the friends that you thought uh, they were. That's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to talk about. But um, don't go too far because... All of that is not for this week. In fact, this week, it's going to be a different kind of show. I want to talk about experiences that people have when it comes to um, life of um, uh, um, a relationship. So relationships, relationships are so important, but the problem is our relationships, mostly, especially male to female or sexual relations, as you might like to refer to them as, they are so complicated. There's chaos and order in this, and this is what I'm about to dive deep into so when did you first have your sexual experience when did you realize that you actually were made of different minerals to other people (laughs) very interesting Uh, mine mine i believe i was 12 years old and uh funny enough something something wicked happened I could have been 14 actually but I remember I was watching um, Carry On Nurse I believe and um, uh, in there uh, you had um, women who uh, were dressed up in what I would describe now as kinky nurses outfit and uh, that's when I realised that Damn, something was happening downstairs. And it was a shock. It was a shock. Because I was in the middle watching this program. And I'm sitting there. And I'm like, what's going on? Something funny is going on. And then, I felt a warmth in the Never region. If you know what I mean. Yeah, this is a family show. And um, something had happened. So moist and the question was what just happened there just watching this 
bit and it was a family show I'm watching this program and I'm like what's going on here so I went to the toilet really quickly and I saw there was meth there and uh, that was it that was it. it it started puberty hit my stopped growing that was it man five foot seven and a half never moved an inch since then I just stayed stagnant in this real place where I'm generally generally stagnant height wise my body has moved out frame wise sideways so chaos and order what is chaos chaos is something I would describe as um, an imbalance in everything that's going on around me so chaos can be that um, you are late for work and you're having to rush for work it could be that um, uh, someone has stolen your favorite watch uh, it could be that um, you've lost a family member it could be that your relationship has ended so that is chaos what about order well order is um, when things are going great for example you've got an star in your exam and you've just met this girl and she said yes to going on a date with you so that is the difference between chaos and order now relationships and and chaos go hand in hand and sexual relations are completely completely um, in a model of either chaos or order it depends where you are would you agree with me I, I mean would you agree with me that some people's sexual experiences are better than others. Uh, one sexual experience can be better than the other. Well, I'm sure you would agree with me. But when it comes to sex, when it comes to sex, nobody really teaches us anything about sex. I mean, unless you did sex education in secondary school. But even then, like me and my parents, parents didn't want me to partake in sex education so I never really attended any of the, the classes you know uh, I, I remember schools used to ask for permission whether you could learn uh, from uh, um, from your teachers <laughs> strangest thing is you have teachers teaching you sex education and they have no idea about sex at all uh, now I've I, I was in a relationship for 21 years and previously to that I've been in other relationships not a great deal of experience um, to boot but um, you know it, it, it did the magic did happen I lost my virginity at 18 and I remember when I lost my virginity I was um, I cried don't oh, no 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 okay oh, it's not like it was the best experience in the world the reason I cried is because I was very much a born-again Christian and I was led to believe sex was to be had after marriage and um, religion has got a massive, massive... Uh, honestly, it's got a lot to answer for, you know. Whether you're reading the Bible, uh, whether the priest has said to you, whether somebody said to you that you're doing something wrong, it's always been taboo with regards to sex, and you agree. I mean, oh, 
who here like is, finds it easier to talk about sex? I mean, I find it easier to talk about sex, but that's because maybe my extroverted uh, mind or maybe my perverted mind, maybe the fact that I really don't care. I really don't give a damn. Fact of the matter is sex is sex. It depends on an individual, whether it's heterosexual, whether it's homosexual, whether it's um, it's kinky sex, whether it's um, um, uh, any sort of sexual activity, it's it's something that has to be discussed. So, you've decided you want to have sex. What would you say is the most important thing? What would you say is the most important thing? Yeah. If if I was like in now in this day and era, and I would, if I was if I had a boy, for example, first thing I would say say to them, consent. Get it written down. Yeah, get an agreement. Get someone to sign the document saying yes, I consent to having sexual intercourse. But sex is it intercourse? Is it penetration? Or does it apply to petting, touching, feeling each other, all sorts of that? Oh, you know, doing bits. <laughs> because sex has been described as so many things and doing bits is one of them. And doing bits, what does doing bits refer to? It's a really good question. I would like to know that. I mean, if you've got an answer to me, explain to me what doing bits means. What does doing bits mean? Aha, <clears throat> uh-huh. that's a good question. And what is consent? So, if I was to describe consent, is I'll describe it in so many similar words. If a girl is too drunk and you have sex with a girl, did she consent? The answer is no. If a girl is too drunk, do not have sex with her because a girl cannot consent. If a girl says, no, I don't want to have sex, and then you start persuading her and persuading her until she then gives up and says, yes, is that consent? No, definitely not. You should not be having sex with a girl if she has said no. And you have subsequently pushed the boat out trying to get her to sleep with you. That is not consent. Boys, 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 boys. You need to get yourself together. Girls, women have much more to lose than us. Yes, they do, right? They can get pregnant. Yeah, you know, their lives could be ruined because you get them pregnant. Which brings me to another thing. Protection. Who's supposed to take care of protection? Now, I've always thought that men should have protection. They should have the pill. All the morning after pill, I think men need to be responsible, you know, because men, guess what? 
get a girl pregnant, whether you chose to not, she has a baby. It's your responsibility by law to be looking after that child. So it's important that you are responsible when you're dealing with a lady. Remember, remember, kids are not easy. Kids are fun, but they're not easy. You have to be financially stable. You have to be a responsible human being. You have to be a responsible adult. You cannot be a child because the child does not need another child raising them. That's really important, right? And when it comes to protection, what am I talking about? Am I talking about protection from getting pregnant? Or am I also talking about STIs, sexual transmitted infections? Now, there's so many infections, diseases, when it comes to sex. Gonorrhea, herpes, syphilis, HIV, chlamydia, name but a few. And these diseases can either lead to death on a serious note or to infertility. It's very serious stuff here. Very serious stuff. Infertility. So, protection. When should you discuss it and when does it start? I think, personally, protection needs to be, especially now, during COVID, I think, first of all, you need to start first asking yourself about vaccinations for COVID. And second of all, you need to start talking about when was the last time you were tested? When was the last time you had sex with someone else? And when was the last time you were tested? For all these venereal diseases. Because you don't want to catch something from someone. And then you've got a situation where somebody's cheating on someone. That is even worse. If you end up catching something and passing it on to someone else. Whew, I tell you what. It's always going to be hell to pay. I've heard of experiences where men. Yeah. Have got women into a situation. Where. Simply. But woman has ended up catching something and the doctors have told them where we've been sleeping with they need to take antibiotics now this actually happened to me me personally i was dating a girl and um uh, i did bits with her right and uh, she comes to me one day and she says i've just been to the doctors been told I've got chlamydia and you need to be taking these tablets now I was young and I foolish but one thing I did remember was I used protection so I was like uh uh I use protection but what I didn't know was that you could get an infection from oral sex which for the life of me, I did partake in. Now, being ignorant and young, not having the right information, and refusing to 
take the antibiotics. I've subsequently put someone else in danger if I've caught this venereal disease. You see what I'm saying? So it's an important thing to be talking about. You've got HIV. You've got herpes. Herpes lasts for life. You catch that and it's with you for life. HIV, it's a life-changing situation. You could possibly die or have to be on medication for the rest of your life. So you understand why I say it's really important. Pantan has got to be at the top of your list. Especially now when you've got all these apps, Tinder, you know what you know you know what I'm talking about. Real mess. Real, real mess out there. Chaos everywhere. So protection is something has to be. Now how is how important is sex in a relationship? You tell me. Is that something that you would discuss at the beginning? I think you should. That should be top priority. And what kind of sex are you expecting? And who should initiate? And whose job is it to initiate? And is it a double act? Or is it a single act? Sex is really important in relationship. I believe. Because if you're a sexual being. And and when I talk about sex. I'm talking about physical human contact. Touching yourself. You know. I've been out of a relationship for a while. And one of the things I fit is what I miss is touch. Touch from opposite sex. Just simply touch here, touch there, and touch there. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. There's so many things you can do as a human being, right, to make sure that your sexual experience is pleasant. Things like that should be discussed. How important is sex to you? How many days would you like sex? Because I guarantee you, one part of the relationship has a higher sex drive than the other. It's very rare that two people have the same sex drive. It's always one or the other. So you need to discuss it. What you expect, how you want how how you how often do you want it because there's so many factors that play into it there's so many things that play into it the difficult 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 decisions you know if you have sex when you're young for example you know you're a virgin etc etc and one thing you will learn is if you're a virgin it's not going to be the best experience it's blood involved yeah it could be from both sides, trust me. Oh, and that blood sometimes can be too much. Too much to bear. People could fend. It could be anything. So it's really important. You know, ask questions. Parents, talk to your kids, man. Talk to them. In, tell them to embrace the, the possibility it's going to be painful. The possibility that things will just go completely wrong. It's a really serious subject, guys. Something that I'm passionate about. Sex drive. Some people want to have sex all the time, every day. And when you're younger, yes, that's true. Because you're test as a young man, your testosterone level is 
off the chart. Young woman. Yeah. You'll be disappointed. Because you feel expecting an orgasm. A guy normally has no clue. Because they're so amped up on... Ridiculous amounts of pornography and masturbation. So... There you go. First of all, that leads to selfishness. That leads to different expectations, wrong expectations from the guy. And women, explore your bodies, please. Understand what you like. Understand how you feel. And discuss it with your partner. Discuss where you want to go in terms of how you want to be touched, how you want to be feel, you know, what it is that you like, what are your desires. Now, 20% of women, only 20% of women out of a, I don't know what population was, was, was uh, interviewed, can have sex, uh, an orgasm through uh, penal penetration. Startling. But do you have to have an orgasm to have enjoyed sex? It's a good question. Something I would like to know. Hormones. Dropping hormones. Increasing hormones. Etc. Etc. Sexual desires and stress. Massive, massive thing. Massive thing. Some people desire it more. Some people don't. Some people stop desiring because it's too much stress in their life. There's so many things that can cause you to feel not loved. You know, you're too busy, you're too overwhelmed. Because being loved is important to sexual. Some people obviously are good, we just go and, you know, let's ban. Let's have sex. Let's just do this, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. I want to go. I'm just ready for banging. And it's all cool. It's all cool. It's all cool. So guys, there's so many things I would like to discuss on this podcast here. There's so many facets and in relation to sex. I would love to discuss hormones. I would love to discuss mindful masturbation as something that I've just recently learned. I would love to discuss sexual desire and stress. Feelings of abandonment. You know, I've heard sometimes, especially women, they love to be cuddled. They love to be kissed, sexual after sex. You know, abandonment can feel women very unfulfilled, even after she's had a great orgasm. She's left there feeling like she's just literally, literally being used. And guys as well. It's not just women. They feel left out. I've heard of instances where a woman has left money on the, on the bedside table after having sex with a guy. Or a guy has done the same thing. It's crazy. And what about sex as a weapon? Ever come across a woman that uses sex as a weapon to allure you in? Have loads of sex with me. Give me a baby. Then we have a baby and then I'm not interested in them more. You know, the fact of the matter is, as a guy, we expect too much from women. Guys, what is wrong with us? Women just had kids not long ago. It was barely two months, man. Things are still sorting ourselves out, and we're 
But we're banging on about sex, man. She's not ready, man. She's not ready. She'll never be ready. <laughs> Trust me, if you're there during birth, it's enough to put you off. You know, it's a beautiful thing. You know, watching a woman giving birth is a beautiful thing. But I'll tell you what, it can destroy your appetite for the sexology. So here on Growthology, I would like to discuss this subject. I would like to talk more about this subject. I would like to talk more about women who cheat. Why women cheat. Men who cheat. Why do men cheat? I would like to discuss more about Kinkiness. Kinkiness. I'd like to discuss more about lying in the relationship. Lying uh, in terms of uh, faking an ogres and, and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I'd like to discuss more about sex religion. Oh, my days, that's a big, powerful one. A big, powerful one. So... Guys, 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 this is this is podcast is getting big, man. I'm loving every minute of it. This is a subject which is quite taboo. This is a subject where people break up for some reason. I've heard people who have broken up when marriage has ended because a man wasn't getting uh, fellatio or, you know, uh, blowjobs. Uh, you know, I've heard... I've heard... Men who don't go down on a woman. I've heard women who not uh, uh, taste the jabroni, you know. Uh, you know, all of these things. You know, it's, it's fact of the matter is, I think for me as a guy, when you're young, uh, I think partners tend to be more ex- experimental. And if you've experienced something, you know, for example, you've experienced relation and you liked it and you enjoyed it and then later on in your relationship you met someone and this person said hey don't expect that from me you know so and they didn't close it disclose it at the beginning you know i think people should be able to disclose such information should be able to discuss it are you ready or willing to go down on me if i need to you know that's the sort of thing that should be discussed because at the end of the day, that could be a deal breaker. You know, you never know how people feel. People might think that's really important in their life. You know, so those are the sort of things that you need to discuss. You know, some people like to have uh, multiple partners. Some people, uh, you know, uh, they turned on by the, watching their partner getting smashed by another guy. You know, and there's so many things out there that people do that they're not everybody's cup of tea. So why are you not discussing sex? Why are you not having conversation about sex? You know, if you can prepare about getting into a relationship, if you can prepare for finances, for budgeting, if you can prepare for athletics by getting fit, being strong in the gym, why are you not willing to invest and prepare in sexual intercourse or sexual experiences? This is something that we all need to be improving. Sexual pleasure is a fantastic, wonderful thing if it's done right. And if you're doing it with the right person, it could be an amazing thing. It could empower your relationship, make you grow. 
So spend some time, read a book, discuss it, listen to a podcast like mine, find out what people are up to. You know, I really like to sit down and interview some people and discuss this a lot more. So if you have any ideas of the sort of subjects you'd like to discuss or things that you have come across that really either disappointed you or made you really happy, well, send me a message, you know, uh, yeah, uh, on my DMs in my, uh, so we can interact, so we can discuss this subject. Because this is one subject. Even when people are flirting, you, I'm, I'm, you know, it gets to a point when people start... One person, one party starts discussing the text, and the other party just cringes and just curl up and into a ball. And I think this is one of the most interesting, interesting subjects that you can have as a human being. So I'm looking at the time now, and I'm thinking, "Ooh, man, this podcast has been going on for long." But it's an interesting subject. It's something that I really wanted to discuss. Something that I'm really passionate about. It's almost half an hour now, so I'm gonna end this and plug it. And <laughs> did I just say that? End this and plug it. Oh my days! <laughs> Anal sex. <laughs> Something that needs to be discussed. Uh, you know, um, why do some people like anal sex and some people absolutely detest it? So this, we could explore this subject for days. We could be here for 14 hours, 15 hours. And I could find so many things to talk about. But guys, I'm ho- hopefully you've listened through the whole 28 minutes. And if you haven't, that's okay. I just, I'm, I just love knowing that I'm, you know, I've had 10 engagements so far with my podcast. That's more than I ever expected. So if you are out there, you you like true stories, and this is like a true story, and like if you'd like me to uh, uh, do some research on some of these things, just it's just message me, and I can talk it talk about it on another podcast. But today has been absolutely incredible, absolutely amazing, and uh, guys, I just bid you farewell, good night, have. A fantastic weekend and I shall see you soon. Bye-bye. Love you. This is a H-Meister saying bye-bye. See you later. Have some Z's. Peace. Hey, what's good? What's good? What's going on? Everywhere, all around the world, it's me, Ghani, Harry. Uh, those who know me by my African name, they know me as Harry, Ghani. Those who know me by my name that I was given to by myself, know me as Harry. So today on Growthology, wrong spelling. But still, a podcast. I want to talk about relationships. And relationships in terms of um, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. Because I've experienced both. I've experienced boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. And I've experienced husband, wife. Married 20 years. Still married. Separated. And... um, going to that divorce court 
So I failed at marriage and I failed at boyfriend-girlfriend relationships. But I figured that gives me an insight into why I failed and why our relationship failed. So, uh, first thing is, are you a toe dipper? Do you dip your toe in? And then you're just balancing. You're balancing on air. Uh, You expect your partner to give you all they have to drain themselves and to be the perfect partner. And yet you are a toe dipper. Mm, Shame on you. Suppose I can accuse myself of being a toe dipper. I say I failed, but I've done 20 years. I think it deserves a tiny little bit of a round of applause. Um, so if you look at it, relationships and relationships, are the hardest things you can do, you know, relationships, even like if your brother, sister or uncle, auntie, there's so many things that can go wrong in the relationships. So in relationships, basically you have to work. Some relationships are on a need to basis. I need you. So I'll be your friend. I need you to give me a lift to the shops or to go see my girlfriend in some other part of the world. I need you so you'll be my friend. And some of the relationships we have are just literally good old homie relationship. You have a homie, you get on with your homie, you have chemistry. You know, it's crazy because I have chemistry with all of my male friends. You know, never argued with them because I just have this chemistry with them. You know, we just, we just, we're on the level. And I suppose that's how relationships should be like in terms of um, husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend. You know, you should be looking at relationships and in terms of we're on the level, we're singing from the same here. And the most important thing is 10 years down the line, you're growing together. You're evolving together. You know, relationship, you don't have to have the same likes, but you have to have a semblance of a path that you both want to take. And that begins at the beginning of the relationship in terms of the discussions that you have. And I think that's where the failures start. You see, um, do you remember when you first had your first girlfriend, your first relationship? Do you remember how in love you were? My relationship lasted, my first relationship lasted. I'm talking about my first proper relationship that ended into a sexual relationship. You know, before that, I'd never been in any sort of relationship that was meaningful. But my first relationship, I was 17, I believe. And um, I went in there, a lovely girl. She uh, taught me a lot. Uh, she was very worldly and um, to be honest uh, I was lucky I think at the time um, to have uh, basically scored and basically been in a relationship with this uh, this lady um, and this lasted for about two years and, um, and unfortunately like all great things things have to end and I think the ending was uh, bittersweet you know, and in the end, I remember going to her place and 
demanding my Walkman, give me back my Walkman, and and then I went on to break the door of her uh, bedroom, uh, which is a sad thing, sad state of affairs. But I was an angry young man, 19 then, um, just angry and angry. I was frustrated because. The relationship was over. I didn't handle it very well. I was very immature. And I think when you go all in, like I did, I was all in. Uh, I was hard pressed and she was all in. We were both all in. And I think the the crack started happening after sort of like we decided, you know, we're going to have sex. Um, we we're both virgins at the time. And it was an amazing thing because we cried at the end and we were in tears and stuff like that. And uh, we were praying, asking forgiveness from God because we were very, very, um, you know, um, in tune with um, the scriptures and God and you no know, sex before marriage. And uh, we just basically disemboweled the vow that, you know, no sex before marriage. And uh, after that, it all became very much um, a physical relationship. And uh, before you know it, um, relationship ended uh, from some nonsense that I will not even bother explain why the nonsense was. But a relationship should have never ended if I had been mature enough to be able to handle, a communi- to communicate and deal with uh, the the issues that were happening there and then. Instead, I became an angry man and an angry boy and I fed off all of my friends who fed me a lot of BS and, oh, you should have done this, you should have done that, or you should do this, you should do that. And I just listened to my friends who, again, naive, who really don't know, didn't know anything about relationships, you know. And, um, and funnily enough, I came from a family where to be honest, I didn't see my parents be, you know, um, sort of loving and kissing and cuddling and all, you know, even embracing and, you know. But when I got into a relationship, I was like that. I was very affectionate. I was very touchy-feely. I was always kissing and cuddling. And, and you have to remember, this is Malawi, where I'm from. And, and the craziest thing about Malawi is... Uh, heterosexual relationships for some reason at the time that people didn't like any public affection and me and my partner then we were very affectionate and and the people were 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 losing their minds they were totally completely losing their minds and especially um um, so-called um uh uh, workers or you know i don't know uh, construction workers oh my days they would lose their mind so we would definitely be affectionate in front of them and they would shout all sorts of abuse at, at my then partner and, and it was awful but but we, we got off on it we loved it you know and um, and then the heartbreak oh my days oh my days it was pain, painful so from then on, I drifted into relationship, into relationship. And I was literally a toe dipper. I was not given an inch. I had been hurt and I was not going to be hurt again. 
so I was going to be dipping my toe in but I expected my partners to give me everything how sad is that I guarantee you that's what you're doing now you're in a relationship you're 10 years down the line you're still not giving yourself you're 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 dipping your toes in you're a toe dipper how do you expect this relationship is going to last you know until the end of time you know don't be a toe dipper dude it's a douchebag thing to do it's equivalent to cheating if you're toe dipping you're cheating on your girlfriend on your boyfriend you know get over your last relationship man move on go all in again you know a relationship man go in all in man don't dip your toes in you know when you're in that relationship make sure you work on it work on it you know you go in a relationship you see the girl she's fit she's banging she's wearing the flyest clothes man Two, three years down the line, man, all she wears is baggy pants and baggy hoodies and, and, and man, you know, it's like, who even are you? Who even are you, man? Man, you, were you just like trying to just like entice me, seduce me for this moment in time? Now you've seduced me. I have to live with this floppy headed non-comedo just baggy jeans baggy pants wearing female you know or you have to live with this man that's just sweaty and non healthy and clean and gym going and just you know drinking and drug taking no i don't have to put up with that you don't have to put up with that that's rubbish you know, the sentiment should be that when you're in that relationship, you're going to respect each other. You're going to be 100% committed to each other. I'm not saying that that person should be the only person that you're looking at or looking to. Because granted, you will see other people that are attractive and you look at them and you go, wow, I could do with some of that. But that's just a side thing, man. You don't want to get into that game. Be committed in your, in yours. Keep yours. You respect that woman. You respect that man. Don't flirt in front of them. You can look. Yes, from afar. You can talk to your partner about it. And say, damn, don't you think she's hot? Or don't you think he's a good looking man? Appreciate a good-looking person. But do not flirt with them in front of your partner. That's lack of respect. If you do it, do it aside. No, there's no harm in it. You don't intend to go straight. Your intention is to feel good for that moment because you're human and you err all the time. Because if you hold back too long, you're going to find yourself in a place where you're wanting some. In your relationship, be touchy-feely. Well, when she's trying to do something by the cooker, grab her ass or something. Rub up against her. Put some music, man. Boogie. Dance. Discuss sex. Discuss what makes you feel good, what doesn't make you feel good. Stop taking scores. Man, are we crazy? 
I washed the dishes yesterday and the day before that. It's your turn to wash dishes. You're taking school. Write a schedule, man. Write a schedule. Today and tomorrow is your day for the dishes. Tomorrow and the day after is your day for cooking. Your day for cooking. This is how we split the finances. You pay for this, you pay for that, you pay for this. We put this money in a joint account. But I have money on my own that I can treat you if I want to. You can treat me when you want to. Separate lives. Together again. Be like water, my friend. Be like water. Fluid. Don't be rigid. Don't be asking your partner to show you the bank account. Discuss bills. Who's going to pay for what? Let him keep his bank account. You keep your bank account. It's important, man. It's important. Support each other. Babe, I'm not happy in this job, man. Can you just hold me down for two months? I'm going to quit this job. Hold me down for the bills. I want to find a new job. Go, yeah, all right, babe. All right, babe. You do that. I'm here. Babe, I love these shoes. They're so good. Babe, I know you love them. But you know, man, we haven't paid the bills yet. You just put money aside and you can buy it next month. Well, you know what? I'll buy them for you because I've got spare cash. Right? You can give me back, pay me back. And the month is ended. Simple as that, man. You know? Flow like water, man. You know, we talked before about due diligence. You know, do you do 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 diligence? Due diligence. You know, being a black man, one of the things I found, especially I live I live in Surrey, right? This is predominantly white area. You know, and I'm gonna bring a race into relationships, man. I'm gonna bring it because it's important, man. You know, you're bringing in mixed, mixed race kids and yet you're not learning each other's cultures. What is going on with you, man? My kids haven't seen my home country. One of them is 19, one of them is 18, man. What's wrong with me? You know, what's wrong with us as parents, man? How are the kids supposed to find themselves? You know, you make a decision to get together, right? You don't think about it. I didn't think about it. Oh, get with a white girl, marry her. But I have no idea the dangers and the fraughtness of it. I know what you're saying. People are people. No, isn't, man. You know, I dated my girls from back home, from Malawi. And I know they're just different. They understand me. They understand why I'm so hyper all the time. They understand why I'm so loud. I understand why I'm always jumping around. I understand why I have the need to have so many friends and to see so many friends and to be around family. Something I don't need to discuss with them. But if you're gonna go for someone from another race, you need to let him know, dude, you're getting married to a black man. Do you know what you're putting yourself through? You're going to have mixed race kids if they turn up. You know? Do your parents know? 
Do they know you've been bringing home a black man? And women, girls, please be careful out there. Don't fall for the skin color. Fall for the character of the man. Understand who the man is. Same with you, men. Same thing. Fall for the spirit of the man. Vice versa. Don't be a colorist. Oh man, I love me a white girl, man, with booty. Oh, there's nothing like it. <laughs> dumb thing to do, man. Oh, love me a black man. Well, you love every black man that walks past? Man, we all look different, you know. We all have different characteristics. Do diligence, man. Do diligence. Do diligence. Do diligence. Don't fetishize the race. You know, this is the this is the biggest thing, and it's this is controversial. I know it's controversial, man. It's really controversial, but I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. It's easier for a black man to be with a black woman. It's very easy, man. You know, you don't have to deal with the other race issue. You don't have to deal with the cultural issues. You don't have to deal with so many issues before the difficulties of relationship to start with. Would I recommend another black man to go with women from a different race? Man, I would say, man, think about it. Be sharp about it. You know, equally. White woman, would I recommend you go with a black man? Say, think about it. You could find so many fine white boys every corner or step the way that there, man, they will understand your culture. They will understand who you are. They will fit in with your family. Your families will merge when you become stronger. You don't have to learn another culture. You don't have to think about traveling to another country and going to. Make it easy. Your children will look the same as you. You don't have to then discuss or them feeling out of place. It's tough. I have to talk to my girls. Say, are people going to see you as black people? Well, yeah, man, you got white in you. But they're going to see you as people because people see color. People see race. That's what it is. You can have to work doubly hard. You know, being black has got its own stigma, man. People see us as lazy. People see us dumb. People see us as, as aggressive. You know, one time at my workplace, they sent me home because I, I had the haircut similar to what I have. One inspector, literally, man, looked at me and says, your haircut looks aggressive. You need to go cut it off. I had to leave work and cut my hair, man. I would never do anything stupid as that now. Never. You know, but I was dumb. I was dumb, 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 dumb. Yeah? Relationships, man. I went in it blind. I just want to give myself a white girl. She's such a beautiful girl. Man, I just do it. I don't care, man. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what my friends say. I don't care. Think about it, man. She's got to get you through the door of her family. Her parents have to like you. Her brothers and sisters have to like Her friends have to like you. Think about it, man. This is not something you should take lightly. Your children are going to be mixed. 
don't take it lightly. Educate yourself how you're going to deal with their hair. How you're going to deal with them not understanding where they belong. And how you're going to teach them about two different cultures. And when you get into that relationship, man, keep up your appearances, man. You're going to the gym, you look good, you look buff. Stay buff. Because trust me, man. They're animals out there. They're competitors. You know, I'm standing here. I'm looking after myself. I'm buff. I'm looking good. Man, I'm working out. I'm in the gym. I'm seeing other girls. They're like putting in the same work ethic I'm putting in. I'm like, why am I not with that person? Because I'm thickle like that. Because we're thickle like that. We're human beings, man. We are human beings. We are fallible. You know. Damn it. Damn it, girl. Seriously, man. Wear makeup once in a while. Make your man feel like he's the be- he's the only man in the world. Compliment your man. Okay, he doesn't need flowers. But surprise him with something. A little knot or something. You know? Or as he's coming in through that door, wear something nice and just surprise him with like a little something, something. You know what I'm saying? Keep that fire burning. You know you want to be successful in life, man. You know? Nobody wants a man who's at home all the time. If you're at home all the time, then you're not going to be a successful man. Then no woman is going to want you. Because she's just going to be nagging you to do things at home. Fix this, fix that, fix that. But if you're away, that means you're making money. You're making cheddar elsewhere. She's got to understand that you've got to bring the bread home. You bring the bread home right then you don't have to be doing all these other things maybe you can pay someone to do shop you know you can pay someone to do fixing up yeah be that man that makes decisions man you know be that woman that makes decisions you want, oh yeah, well, you know, I need to do something. I need to get myself a personal trainer. I want to go, you know, oh no, but I gotta ask my husband about the money. Well, where is your side of the bank account, man? Why don't you just say, oh, this money we don't discuss. It's mine. If I want to get a personal trainer, I'm getting a personal trainer. This is not part of our money together. Be an individual in your relationship. That's how your relationship will grow, man. Discuss things, man. Discuss worldviews. See where you're centered at. Don't discuss politics. That divides. That, that divides, man. Don't discuss religion. If you religion, man, you can meet someone else in the same religion as you. Don't be a Christian and, and find yourself with agnostic or atheist or whatever it is or spiritualist. If you're a Christian, be with another Christian. Because trust me, those things are going to cause issues. If you're agnostic, find yourself an agnostic person or atheist or whatever it is. If you're a vegan, man, go find yourself a vegan. Because just don't bring too many things that are going to complicate things. And don't bring your baggage into the relationship that you're in. Because if you're bringing in that baggage... That means they're also bringing in their baggage so they're not all in and you're not all in. So you're toe dippers. You're two toe dippers waiting to distract, self-distract. If you go all in, man, I don't need you. You don't need me. All I need is you to be there. Available emotionally. And what's available emotionally? 
all in. That's what it, it means to be available emotionally. Dude, don't fail at relationships like God done. Trust me, man. My next relationship is going to be dope. Yeah, at the moment, yeah. You can call me whatever you want to call me. Right now, I'm dipping my toes. Resting on my rollers. Get into relationships. No. Having fun? Yes. That's allowed. And if you're a Christian, it's not allowed. Because you're not supposed to be, you know, sowing your oats everywhere. But understand this. If I'm going to get into a relationship, I'm going to be all in again. I'm going to leave my baggage behind. I want to be the best catch there will ever be. That's what you got to think about. Be the best catch that will ever be. So when you're gone, your ex-partner will regret every moment they betrayed you. Every moment they decided to cheat on you. Every moment they actually didn't put their effort in. They will regret it because they will never find another like you who went all in. Because you are rare. You are like a unicorn. You just don't exist anymore. Another thing. Social media, man. Oh, man. There's so many quotes, man. You know? Yeah? You know? Uh, what is it? What is it? Yeah. Uh, what? Friends that gym together, stay together or something like that? I have no idea. But something like that. Dumb. Right? Go to the gym together, but go separately as well. Don't make it a place where you have to be together. There's some places are sacred, and the gym is one of them, man. Leave it out. Yeah, man, I, 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 like, I like it because out there I can work out, and I can be on my own, I can be in the zone. It's my time. If you want to come with me, yes, we'll come together, but expect me to be there on my own as well, and you be on your own as well. You know? Go out separately. Go out together. Have friends separately. Have friends together. Communication, communication, dedication, dedication. Respect, respect, respect utmost. And love, love, love. Whether it's first sight, make that love grow. Become compatible. Man, you can work on chemistry. You know, chemistry is something you can work on. You know, people say, oh man, there is no chemistry. Man, have you worked on it? You can work on everything else and work being buff. You can work on chemistry. You know, you've just got to be chemistry to start with, but you can make it better. Build it up to be the best chemistry there ever was. I want you to have a successful relationship. I want you to have the godly relationship. I want to have your relationship that you believe in. I want you to be joyful relationship. I don't want you to be in a sad relationship. I don't want you to be in a relationship that destroys you and kills you, that makes you ache, that makes you sick, that makes you depressed, that causes you anxiety. That's not a relationship. That's a prison, that's a chamber, that's a torture place. Be in a relationship that makes you, gives you butterflies every single day. When you see that person, when they touch you, when they hold your hands, you know we're in this together. Be diligent. Do it. Do diligence. Be loving. Be caring. 
be respectful. And all most important of all, be an individual and come together as one. Oh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. This is one of my most, most, in fact, this is my most in-depth uh, podcast. It's half an hour. Please, please listen. And please, please, if you like this content, please share it with someone else. I implore you. It's important for me that you share it. It's important for me that you tell me that you like it because I want to keep doing this because I believe I have a message for people who need the message. And if this message has been great for you, then like it and comment and share it. I love you guys. God bless. Peace. Namaste. And I'll catch you on the next episode of Growthology. Peace. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? It's your boy, H. Harry, Ghani. Call me whatever you want to call me. But you're here this evening listening to my podcast. It's midnight here in um, the UK. Um, just chilling. So what's everybody been up to? Been a long week. Uh, beautiful as it can be. Um, so what we're talking about today, what we're talking about today. Presently surprised with um, um, self-awareness, being woke and... Um, and just basically being present, being conscious. Uh, so what is being conscious? Um, I, I can describe it as uh, an awareness of uh, where you are in time. Um, so whether you're meditating or whether you uh, realize that uh, you are a sensitive soul, uh, whether you realize that you suffer from depression whether you realize that um, you have no friends or you have friends but they're not the friends that you thought uh, they were that's what i want to talk about that's what i'm going to talk about but um, don't go too far because all of that is not for this week in fact this week it's going to be a different kind of show I want to talk about experiences that people have when it comes to um, life of uh, uh, um, a relationship. So relationships, relationships are so important, but the problem is our relationships, mostly, especially male to female, or sexual relations, as you might like to refer to them as, they are so complicated. There's chaos and order in this. And this is what I'm about to dive deep into. So when did you first have your sexual experience? When did you realize that you actually were made of different minerals to other people <laughs> very interesting uh, mine mine I believe I was 12 years old 
And uh, funny enough, ooh, something, something wicked happened. I could have been 14 actually, but I remember I was watching um, Carry On Nurse, I believe, and um, uh, in there uh, you had um, women who uh, were dressed up in what I would describe now as kinky nurses outfit and uh, that's when I realized that damn something was happening downstairs uh, and it was a shock it was a shock because I was in the middle watching this program and I'm sitting there and I'm like what's going on something funny is going on and then I felt a warmth in the never region if you know what I mean yeah this is a family show and um, something had happened, so moist. And the question was, what just happened there? Just watching this bit, and it was a family show. I'm watching this program, and I'm like, what's going on here? So I went to the toilet really quickly, and I saw there was mess there, and uh, that was it. That was it. it. It started. Puberty hit. My stopped growing. That was it, man. Five foot seven and a half. Never moved an inch since then. I just stayed stagnant in this little place where I'm generally, generally stuck at height-wise. My body has moved out frame-wise, sideways. So chaos and order. What is chaos? Chaos is something I would describe as um, an imbalance in everything that's going on around me so chaos can be that um, you are late for work and you're having to rush for work it could be that um, uh, someone has stolen your favorite watch Uh, it could be that um, you've lost a family member it could be that your relationship has ended so that is chaos what about order well order is um when things are going great, for example, you've got an star in your exam and you've just met this girl and she said yes to going on a date with you. So that is the difference between chaos and order. Now, relationships and, and chaos go hand in hand. And sexual relations are completely, completely um, in a mode of either chaos or order it depends where you are would you agree with me i mean would you agree with me that uh, some people's sexual experiences are better than others Uh, one sexual experience can be better than the other well i'm sure you would agree with me but when it comes to sex when it comes to sex nobody really teaches us anything about sex I mean, unless you did sex education in secondary school. But even then, like me and my parents, my parents didn't want me to partake in sex education. So I never really attended any of the, the classes, you know. Uh, I, I remember schools used to ask for permission whether you could learn uh, from, uh, um, from your teachers. <laughs> Strangest thing is you have teachers teaching you sex education and they have no idea about sex at all. Uh, 
No, I've, I've, I was in a relationship for 21 years, and previously to that, I've been in other relationships. Not a great deal of experience um, to boot, but, um, you know, it, it, it did, the magic did happen. I lost my virginity at 18, and I remember when I lost my virginity, I was, um, I cried. No, 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 okay. Oh, it's not that it was the best experience in the world. The reason I cried is because I was very much a born-again Christian and I was led to believe sex was to be had after marriage and um, religion has got a massive, massive... Uh, honestly, it's got a lot to answer for, you know. Whether you're reading the Bible, uh, whether the priest has said to you, Whether somebody said to you that you're doing something wrong, it's always been taboo with regards to sex, don't you agree? I mean, who here, like, finds it easier to talk about sex? I mean, I find it easier to talk about sex, but that's because maybe my extroverted mind or maybe my perverted mind, maybe the fact that I really don't care, I really don't give a damn fact of the matter is sex is sex it depends on an individual whether it's heterosexual whether it's homosexual whether it's um it's kinky sex whether it's um um uh, any sort of sexual activity it is it's something that has to be discussed so you've decided you won't have sex what would you say is the most important thing? What would you say is the most important thing? Yeah? I, if, if I was like in now, in this day and era, and I, if, I was, if I had a boy, for example, first thing I would say, say to them, consent. Get it written down. Yeah, get an agreement get someone to sign the document saying yes I consent to having sexual intercourse but sex is it intercourse is it penetration or does it apply to petting touching feeling each other all sorts of that oh you know doing bits (laughs) because sex has been described as so many things and doing bits is one of them doing bits what does doing bits refer to it's a really good question i would like to know that i mean if you've got an answer to me explain to me what doing bits means what does doing bits mean uh-huh that's a good question and what is consent so if i was to describe consent is i'll describe it in so many similar words if a girl is too drunk and you have sex with a girl, did she consent? The answer is no. If a girl is too drunk, do not have sex with her because a girl cannot consent. If a girl says, no, I don't want to have sex, and then you start persuading her and persuading her until she then gives up, and says yes is that consent no definitely not you should not be having sex with a girl if she has said no 
and you have subsequently pushed the boat out trying to get her to sleep with you. That is not consent. Boys, 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 you need to get yourself together. Girls, women have much more to lose than us. Yes, they do, right? They can get pregnant. Yeah, you know, their lives could be ruined because you get them pregnant. Which brings me to another thing. Protection. Who's supposed to take care of protection? Now, I've always thought that men should have protection. They should have the pill. Or the morning after pill. I think men need to be responsible, you know. Because men, guess what? You get a girl pregnant, whether you chose to not, she has a baby. It's your responsibility by law to be looking after that child. So it's important that you are responsible when you're dealing with a lady. Remember, remember, kids are not easy. Kids are fun, but they're not easy. You have to be financially stable. You have to be a responsible human being. You have to be a responsible adult. You cannot be a child because the child does not need another child raising them. That's really important, right? And when it comes to protection, what am I talking about? Am I talking about protection from getting pregnant? Or am I also talking about STIs, sexual transmitted infections? Now, there's so many infections, diseases when it comes to sex. Gonorrhea, herpes, syphilis, HIV, chlamydia, name them but a few. And these diseases can either lead to death on a serious note or to infertility. It's very serious stuff here. Very serious stuff. Infertility. So, protection. When should you discuss it and when does it start? I think, personally, protection needs to be... Especially now, during COVID. I think, first of all, you need to start first asking yourself about vaccinations for COVID. And second of all, you need to start talking about... When was the last time you were tested? When was the last time you had sex with someone else... And when was the last time you were tested? For all these venereal diseases. Because you don't want to catch something from someone. And then you've got a situation where somebody's cheating on someone. That is even worse. If you end up catching something and passing it on to someone else. Whew, I tell you what. It's always going to be hell to pay. I've heard of experiences where men, yeah, have got women into a situation where simply a woman has ended up catching something. And the doctors have told them, 
whoever we've been sleeping with, they need to take antibiotics. Now, this actually happened to me, me personally. I was dating a girl, and um, uh, I did bits with her, right? And uh, she comes to me one day and she says, I've just been to the doctors, I've been told I've got chlamydia. And you need to be taking these tablets. Now, I was young and I foolish. But one thing I did remember was I used protection. So I was like, uh-uh, I use protection. But what I didn't know was that you could get an infection from oral sex. Which, for the life of me, I did partake in. Now, being ignorant and young, not having the right information, and refusing to take the antibiotics, I've subsequently put someone else in danger if I've caught this venereal disease. You see what I'm saying? So it's an important thing to be talking about. You've got HIV, you've got Herpes, herpes lasts for life. You catch that and it's with you for life. HIV, it's a life-changing situation. You could possibly die or have to be on medication for the rest of your life. So you understand why I say it's really important. Pantan has got to be at the top of your list. Especially now when you've got all these apps, Tinder, you know what you know you know what I'm talking about. Real mess. Real, real mess out there. Chaos everywhere. So protection is something has to be now how is how important is sex in a relationship? You tell me, is that something that you would discuss at the beginning? I think you should. That should be top priority. And what kind of sex are you expecting? And who should initiate? And whose job is it to initiate? And is it a double act or is it a single act? Sex is really important in relationship, I believe, because if you're a sexual being, and, and, I, and when I talk about sex, I'm talking about physical human contact, touching itself. You know, I've been out of a relationship for a while, and one of the things I fit is what I miss is touch touch from opposite sex just simply touch here touch there and touch there incredible absolutely incredible there's so many things you can do as a human being right to make sure that your sexual experience is pleasant things like that should be discussed how important is sex to you? How many days would you like sex? Because I guarantee you, one part of the relationship has a higher sex drive than the other. It's very rare that two people have the same sex drive. It's always one or the other. So you need to discuss it. What you expect, how you want, how... How, you, how often do you want it? Because there's so many factors that play into it. There's so many things that play into it. The difficult, difficult, difficult decisions. 
you know, if you have sex when you're young, for example, you know, you're a virgin, etc., etc. One thing you will learn is if you're a virgin, it's not going to be the best experience. It's blood involved. Yeah, it could be from both sides, trust me. Oh, and that blood sometimes can be too much. Too much to bear. People could fend. It could be anything. So it's really important. You know, ask questions. Parents, talk to your kids, man. Talk to them. Tell them to embrace the possibility it's going to be painful. There's a possibility that things will just go completely wrong. It's a really serious subject, guys. Something that I'm passionate about. Sex drive. Some people want to have sex all the time. Every day. And when you're younger, yes, that's true. Because you test as a young man, your testosterone level is off the chart. And as a young woman, yeah, you'll be disappointed. Because you feel expecting an orgasm. <laughs> a guy normally has no clue because they're so amped up on uh, ridiculous amounts of pornography and masturbation. So, t- there you go. First of all, that leads to selfishness. That leads to different expectations, wrong expectations from the guy. And women, explore your bodies, please. Understand what you like. Understand how you feel. And discuss it with your partner. Discuss where you want to go in terms of how you want to be touched, how you want to be feel. You know, what it is that you like, what are your desires. Now, 20% of women, only 20% of women out of a... I don't know what population was was, was uh, interviewed. I can have sex, uh, an orgasm through uh, penal penetration. Startling. But do you have to have an orgasm to have enjoyed sex? It's a good question. Something I would like to know. Hormones. Dropping hormones. Increasing hormones. Etc. Etc. Sexual desires and stress. Massive, massive thing. Massive thing. Some people desire it more. Some people don't. Some people stop desiring because it's too much stress in their life. There's so many things that can cause you to feel not loved. You know, you're too busy, you're too overwhelmed. Because being loved is important to sexual. Some people if you say, oh, good, we just go and, you know, let's ban. Let's have sex. Let's just do this, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. I want to go. I'm just ready for banging. And it's all cool. It's all cool. It's all cool. So, guys, there's so many things I would like to discuss on this podcast here. There's so many facets and in relation to sex. I would love to discuss hormones. I would love to discuss mindful masturbation as something that I've just recently learned. I would love to discuss sexual desire and stress. Feelings of abandonment. You know, I've heard sometimes, especially women, they love to be cuddled. They love to be... Kiss the central after sex, 
you know, abandonment can feel a woman very unfulfilled, even after she's had a great orgasm. She's left there feeling like she's just literally, literally being used. And guys as well. It's not just women. You feel left out. I've heard of instances where a woman has left money on the, on the bedside table after having sex with a guy. Or a guy has done the same thing. It's crazy. And what about sex as a weapon? Ever come across a woman that uses sex as a weapon to allure you in? Have loads of sex with me. Give me a baby. Then we have a baby and I'm not interested in them. The fact of the matter is, as a guy, we expect too much from women. Guys, what is wrong with us? Women just had kids not long ago. It was barely two months, man. Things are still sorting herself out and we're, we're banging on about sex, man. She's not ready, man. She's not ready. She'll never be ready. <laughs> Trust me, if, if you're there during birth, it's enough to put you off. You know, it's a beautiful thing. You know, watching a woman giving birth is a beautiful thing. But I'll tell you what, you can destroy your appetite for the sexology. So here on Growthology, I would like to discuss this subject. I would like to talk more about this subject. I would like to talk more about women who cheat. Why women cheat. Men who cheat. Why do men cheat? I would like to discuss more about Kinkiness. Kinkiness. I'd like to discuss more about lying in the relationship. Lying uh, in terms of uh, faking an orgasm and, and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I'd like to discuss more about sex, religion. Oh, my days. That's a big, powerful one. A big, powerful one. So... Guys, 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 this is this podcast is getting big, man. I'm loving every minute of it. This is a subject which is quite taboo. This is a subject where people break up for this reason. I've heard people who have broken up when marriage has ended because a man wasn't getting uh, fellatial or, you know, uh, blowjobs. Uh, you know, I've heard... I've heard... Men who don't go down on a woman. I've heard women who not uh, uh, test the jabroni, you know. Uh, you know, all of these things. You know, it's, it's fact of the matter is, I think for me as a guy, when you're young, uh, I think partners tend to be more ex- experimental. And if you've experienced something, you know, for example, you've experienced fellatio, and you liked it and you enjoyed it and then later on in your relationship you met someone and this person said hey don't expect that from me you know so and they didn't close it disclose it at the beginning you know i think people should be able to disclose such information should be able to discuss it are you ready or willing to go down on me if i need to you know that's the sort of thing that should be discussed because at the end of the day, that could be a deal breaker. You know, you never know how people feel. People might think that's really important in their life. You know, so those are the sort of things that you need to discuss. You know, some people like to have 
uh, multiple partners. Some people, uh, you know, uh, they turned on by them watching their partner getting smashed by another guy. You know, and there's so many things out there that people do that they're not everybody's cup of tea. So why are you not discussing sex? Why are you not having conversation about sex? You know, if you can prepare about getting into a relationship, if you can prepare for finances, for budgeting, if you can prepare for athletics by getting fit, being strong in the gym, why are you not willing to invest and prepare in sexual intercourse or sexual experiences? This is something that we all need to be improving. Sexual pleasure is a fantastic, wonderful thing if it's done right. And if you're doing it with the right person, it could be an amazing thing. It could empower your relationship, make you grow. So spend some time, read a book, discuss it, listen to a podcast like mine, find out what people are up to. You know, I really like to sit down and interview some people and discuss this a lot more. So if you have any ideas of the sort of subjects you'd like to discuss or things that you have come across that really either disappointed you or made you really happy, well, send me a message, you know, uh, yeah, uh, on my DMs in my, uh, so we can interact, so we can discuss this subject. Because this is one subject. Even when people are flirting, you, I'm, I'm, you know, it gets to a point when people start... One person, one party starts discussing sex, and the other part just cringes and just collapse and into a ball. And I think this is one of the most interesting, interesting subjects that you can have as a human being. So I'm looking at the time now, and I'm thinking, "Ooh, man, this podcast has been going on for long." But it's an interesting subject. It's something that I really wanted to discuss. Something that I'm really passionate about. It's almost half an hour now, so I'm gonna end this and plug it. And <laughs> did I just say that? End this and plug it. Oh my days! <laughs> Anal sex, <laughs> something that needs to be discussed. Uh, you know, um, why do some people like anal sex and some people absolutely detest it? So this, we could explore this subject for days. We could be here for 14 hours, 15 hours. And I could find so many things to talk about. But guys, I'm ho- hopefully you've listened through the whole 28 minutes. And if you haven't, that's okay. I just, I'm, I just love knowing that I'm, you know, I've had 10 engagements so far with my podcast. That's more than I ever expected. So if you are out there, you you like true stories, and this is like a true story, and like if you'd like me to uh, uh, do some research on some of these things, just it's just message me, and I can talk it talk about it on another podcast. But today has been absolutely incredible, absolutely amazing, and uh, guys, I just bid you farewell, good night, have. A fantastic weekend and I shall see you soon. Bye bye. Love you. This is a hedge master saying bye bye. See you later. Have some Z's. Peace.